I've never worried about making money because I've always done the right thing and worked hard and been an expert I would do and the money's always come. I know it sounds weird to people because like everyone wants to make money, but I've never, I've always, I've always excelled at what I'm doing. It's not about excelling so obnoxious, I've excelled because I've made a point to excel. Whether come in early or stay later, learn my craft. Like I've always excelled and the money just comes like that. So that's the way it works. You are listening to Fingerprints on Success the podcast dedicated to highlighting unique imprints left by business leaders, mentors, and successful entrepreneurs. In this show, we'll be bringing on a diverse range of serial entrepreneurs, professionals, leaders, and coaches to uncover the secrets behind achieving success both professionally and personally. Guiding you on this podcast is none other than Bill Barrett, an award-winning corporate and business law attorney and CEO of the law firm Mandelbaum Barrett PC where he and his team have provided a full array of legal services to both businesses and individuals throughout the country. Get ready, and let's get to the show. Hi, welcome to Fingerprints on Success. I'm Bill Barrett. I'm your host. And today we had a great interview with Mark Demetrio from Guaranteed Rate. Mark has built one of the most successful mortgage brokerage businesses in the nation. Year in and year out, he's ranked at, in the top 1% of mortgage brokers in the country. He's been uh, a, share, a featured speaker with Tony Robbins and Barbara Corcoran. You know, he's been won all sorts of awards and accolades. Very, very interesting guest today. And I especially love the part that you'll hear in the interview where he talks about his grandfather. He actually wrote a book, which is called Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life. It's a great book. And he really dives into kind of the, the mindset and mentorship and, and just kind of positivity uh, that really has kind of made an impact in everything that he does throughout his career um, and how he's built his business. And it really ties a lot back to this great mentorship and relationship he had with his grandfather. So I, I really love that part of the episode. And I hope you enjoy it. So this is the episode with Mark Demetrio, and enjoy. I want to welcome everybody to our episode today. Uh, we have Mark Demetrio as a guest today. We're thrilled to have Mark on. Uh, Mark, welcome to Fingerprints on Success, and thanks for joining me today. So I'd love to just jump right into the the first question. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a driving force of our program is talking to successful business owners, entrepreneurs, and professionals. So I'd love to start with a question on, you know, when you reflect upon your journey and successfully building your business, uh, Share with the audience some of your guiding principles or practices that when you reflect, you think made all the difference for you. Yeah, listen, it, it, by the way, thanks a lot for having me on today. Always a pleasure to be with you and speak with you. You know that for the years we've known each other. So it's always good stuff. Um, so basically right now, I mean, I think what people have to think about when they're running a business, building a business, just really just being trying to be successful in the business world, right? It's really about the, the service you provide. You know, you need to excel at what you do. The uh, the way about what you do as far as response time, uh, availability, you know, and then the last thing is really being an expert at what you do. You know, to separate yourself from the pack and be successful, those three things are important. I mean, just the, just the core of what makes people successful, right? That's just the, the baseline. Yeah, you know, and I think like in particular, 
I mean, there there has to be things that you do. You're in a business in, you know, origination of mortgage business. And, you know, you're, you're top 1% year in and year out throughout the country, you know, built this unbelievably successful business in good times and bad times when rates are high, when rates are low, you know, if, if, if you were going to think about your magic sauce, what's Mark's magic sauce that somehow in this industry that there's tons of people competing, you're always at the top. How, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah, thank you. That's a good, that's a good intro. So a good, good statement to make. So basically I think, you know, and it's true by the way, which is the best part. <laughs> right, well, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So basically, you know, I, I always think about the, the, the fortune I have as far as, you know, just being able to still make it, like you said, in this really rough in, industry this year, you know, it really comes down to, I'm going to get again, the likability factor of me as an individual, right. Um, I, I'm always out marketing, networking, available. My face is out there, whether it's advertising or whether it's networking, whether it's, you know, uh, just just educational seminars that I attend or that I host. So just the, the marketing side of me being all always present and around, right, um, is a big deal. So you got to be out and about. That's the number one, whether it's day, night, morning, you know, weekends, you got to be out and doing your thing to be available, right? No, no people see you out there. Um, the other thing is really, I think being able to, this is the bottom line, Bill, what, what I've done for 18 years is really the, the ability to make almost every single client, not all of them, unbelievably happy with the process, the service, and ultimately the rates and fees I provide, right? So it's just, it comes down to me being a person that's doing the job the right way. And they, they, the, the clients become my sales force. I mean, really, that's really the secret sauce. All of my thousands of clients immediately become my sales force and the referral sources that are that get accolades from the client saying, thank you so much for referring to Mark. They immediately become my sales force. So they really, that's the secret to success is that it's a law of numbers for me. You know, uh, I'm not a guy that, you know, really chases realtors for leads. Like I'm more of a guy dealing with professionals, accountants, attorneys, financial planners, bankers, consumers that just... If I do the right job, they just they flourish into a mushroom ballooned opportunity for sales for me. I love the concept of turning the the customer into the sales force, which 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 is a great line. And you know, one of the things I've never told you, and I I I mention this to young lawyers that are coming up in my firm when they're trying to ask about how do you develop a practice, a following, a, a brand, and a reputation. Um, and I, I I will point out to them because I've known you now for o- over twenty years, yeah, and yeah. and I used to say to people, you know, if I go to a charity event, Mark Demetrio's there. If I go to a chamber event, Mark Demetrio's there. If I go to a, any event, I would run into you, and I'd say to myself, Does this guy ever sleep? Is he ever not out developing relationships? And I think it's a huge part as I've watched you throughout my career and our careers have kind of mirrored each other. I've I've watched, you know, I've thought about that. And it it, it reminds me of of a line uh, that another client of mine once said, which is that that the building of a business, the building of a brand, business development, it doesn't happen between nine and five. It happens between five and nine. And I always love that comment because today I think there's a lot of people who, you know, they think, you know, you you go to your business, your place of business and, and you put in a good day and, and, and you should be successful with that and that alone. And, Let's face it, there really is no substitute, right, for all those years of effort and relationship building, which I think is is key. So let me flip it around on you. 
you know, that's th- those are the things that have that have made you very successful and built a, a huge business in a very competitive uh, environment. What are you know, what would you tell the listeners about things that that you'd have to watch out in terms of like a pitfall or a blind spot where, you know, that 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 could stunt your growth? What are the things to to not do in essence? Well, I, I, that's a good question, because I want to tell you the the most important thing. There's two sides. This. Number one is you have to have the support staff. Because I am very big on all the things I've done, all the businesses I've run, and people I've trained, and so on and so forth. Is you have to focus on the revenue-producing chores. The non-revenue-producing chores, you have to have the support staff. And people sometimes are control freaks. They want to do it all themselves. And I say to them, if you look at your day, keep a notepad next to you, or just focus on your day now from yesterday. Focus today on the day yesterday you had, and make a list of all the things that you probably shouldn't have done. Or throughout the day, it's actually easier as you're doing things. And you automatically create job descriptions for new people. And that's the most important part of what I do is I really focus on sales and networking and lunch and learns and events and talking to clients and following up referral sources. Like that's the core of my success. So having the support staff is essential, not being a control freak. Yes, of course, people like myself, or maybe you think we could do better ourselves. Well, that's foolish because if you have some people, train them well, and maybe they'll slip and fall one out of 10 times, but that's okay. 90% of the time they'll get it right. They still do more business. So that's the core of success big time. The second thing is, um, is that the ability to really, you know, really, I think really the ability to oversee your business in a sense that looking at what opportunities are out there to bring in business and focusing on them. For example, like for me, a, a lot of lunch and learns, like getting out to law firms and CPA firms and financial planning firms. And it's not just lunch and learn sometimes about my products, but I volunteer my expertise. So let me let me train your young, your young up and coming stars in your law firm, in your CPA firm, in your financial planning firm. Let me teach them about networking, how to build business, how to be a rainmaker. Like I've presented myself to them as a, a successful guy. I've now used that to my advantage. Say, let me come in and train your young staff. And they love that. And I come in, I train them, give them a little hour seminar. I don't charge for it. And I walk away with now people see me as an expert and then know I'm a residential mortgage expert as well. So, you know, I, I, I do things smart like that. You know, I volunteer certain places. I'll, I'll donate to certain charities. I'll attend certain functions. But I do pick and choose what I attend that I think I'll be able to benefit from. And it'll be rewarding for seeing enough people I need to see. So it is important to, important to look at your time very preciously because time is the most important thing you have. You mentioned your people and and the team that you've built uh, around you. You mentioned that a little bit. Um, perfectly apropos of like what's going on. In, in, all you hear people talk about in business in the marketplace is the attraction for talent, you know, recruiting talent and then retaining talent. And, you know, at, I know at my firm, it's something that we have, you know, we've put a lot of time and energy into because, you know, the when you start to analyze the cost of replacing employees, especially great employees, it's, it, you know, it's exponential. So, you know, because you do have a great team, can you share with the listeners a little bit about, you know, how you've found the best people or how you look for the best people and then how you've kept them on your team for long periods of time? Right, right. Yeah. You know, the team is, again, to be successful in anything we do, you have to grow the team. We're only, only one person could only do so much, right? So, so for me, the and this comes from the top down, right? It's always leadership down. They see the passion I have for helping people, the passion for being available, the passion for responsiveness, the passion for responding to my text, email, and phone call quickly. You know, this is the passion I exude 
um, uh, giving people the proper expectations, what to expect next. It's all about that, the essence of that being the best service you can provide. Because shame on any of us when a client's calling us saying, hey, what's next? Hey, when's the appraisal being ordered? Hey, what do I expect? Like that's, that doesn't happen. So I think seeing my passion, have one of my weekly meetings, they see my passion, I exude the, the happiness of what we do, the ability to impact people's lives on the financing side of it, but also make it the most enjoyable process possible in this horrible mortgage world. And who likes to enjoy getting a mortgage, right? So we want to make it as enjoyable as possible, right? Exactly. You know, and it really comes down to being responsive, giving them the answers they need. If you don't have to get back to them and just being available, right? So, and, and only ask for what you need to ask for, not ask for more than once. So, so for me, it's really just, I built the proper team and I've replaced here and there when you had to, but really when you have the core team and they buy into me as a leader, like the passion I have, they almost want to like, they want to make me proud, but they want to make themselves proud. Like they've always said, like, we love working with you because we just love your energy. We love your positivity and we want to really do the right job. And, and, and we see you as a leader doing it. So we want to really follow suit with it and be right there with you. So they, so really leaders, leadership's everything. And you know that from being CEO of, you know, top level of your, your organization. So, so leadership segues beautifully into something I wanted to talk to you about too, which is, um, in my experience, you know, having represented entrepreneurs and and successful business people throughout my my whole career, I've always found that at some point along the way in everybody's business career profession, whatever it is, there's always been a mentor, sometimes mentors that have had a huge impact on them. When when you reflect back on your journey to get to where you are now. You know, can you tell us a little bit about maybe some of the mentors or one of the most most influential mentors you've had and, and the impact they made on you? Yeah, uh, yes, I will tell you that the mentors in anybody's lives are, are really, really important. And if you don't have mentors, you can read plenty of books and we watch plenty of podcasts like this to, to learn about what the proper way to do something right to be successful. So for me, you know, I start with my, you know, my mother obviously was a driving force. You know, you could be anything in life you want. You'd be the president of the United States. You're so handsome. You know, you're going to be great in life. <laughs> you know, that, that, you know, that's that, you know, that driving positivity, right? As a parent or grandparent, you have the ability to positively influence your kids, not be negative, like, oh, you're stupid. Oh, you're not doing a good job. You're great. Stink. Like the positivity of like, you know, hey, listen, I know you can do better. Let's work on that. Like as a parent, it's so important, right? And so, I, and I, you know, know a lot about this. So my parent, my mother's been great in that way. My dad is a, a very disciplined, you know, ex-military guy, very straight and narrow, doesn't drink, doesn't swear, like just a good forcing guy. I wouldn't say driven on the sales side of life because that's not him, but he's been the, the grounding force. Like I'm an Eagle Scout. I mean, he, even got, he, he got my brother and I very involved in that. Like he's that straight-laced guy, you know? And then my grandfather, who's just the ultimate mentor, and we'll touch on that, like really the main reason of, not me, it was a very big driving force of the success of my life because my grandfather, when I was just about born, he had just retired at 60. And for the next 37 years, he was not only my best friend, but my mentor, my grandfather. So, you know, his story is just an amazing one of you know, him leaving his country at 16 because he wanted to be something in life and not be poor and wanted to get ahead and send money back to his family and make a living for himself. So without boring you with his story too much, but, um, you know, he really was that unbelievable person that just got ahead in life, never gave up, always forged forward. You know, uh, you know, if you get something in front of you, get around to get over it, figure it out, work three jobs if you have to. Like just that the opportunity you have in life is just up to you, you know. Um, and this is for people that, you know, some people are born into a family that maybe isn't the best situation for them to get ahead in life. Maybe maybe it's also the environment they're in, the, the, 
the place they live. But, you know, it may be harder for them to break through. But I believe everybody has the opportunity to put the right mind in place and just move forward and get ahead. Um, so I just I'm a big proponent of that. So long, long winded, but that's the, the backdrop. Enjoying the show so far? We've received fantastic feedback since we started, and we love your questions. Entrepreneurs face unique challenges, and as a corporate attorney and CEO, Bill understands that. Whether it's your first location, industry regulations, succession plans, or exit strategies for your business, the journey is rarely a smooth one. Mandelbaum Barrett PC offers listeners of this podcast a 20-minute consultation with their award-winning team. From mergers and acquisitions to litigation, they help entrepreneurs navigate new opportunities, get invaluable insights, and support to not just survive, but thrive. Click the link in the episode description or visit mblawfirm.com for details. Once again, it's mblawfirm.com. Now, back to our show. Well, that's okay to be long-winded on that because the, that, that's a great piece. And by the way, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least hold up here a copy of your best-selling book, uh, which goes right to the heart about your grandfather, Lessons from My Grandfather, Wisdom for Success in Business and Life uh, from Mark Demetrio. And you know, I know it's for sale on Amazon, not to give you a shameless plug, but it's a great book. And I know you came and did a presentation uh, at our firm and where everybody got a copy of the book and it was and and it was great. What what would you say if you had to sum up a, a takeaway or what you hope people would get from when reading this book about your you know the lessons from your grandfather? You're you're clearly your your number one mentor. What you know? What's the takeaway from the book? You know, so I have many uh, principles or lessons or, or uh, wisdom tips throughout the book from him. Um, and and I, if I mention a couple, it'll really sum up him in, in, th- in three different you know, bullets of, of, uh, of wisdom. You know, one of them was, you know, attitude is everything was a very big piece of thing. He always told me in life of things he always told me in life was about really it's your attitude of people you're around, how you how you react in life, how you react to things like your attitude drives everything. And really, from from now being older in life, I see that, you know, you want to be around people with a positive attitude. You want to be around people that are upbeat. You want to be around people that are half full, not half empty like that. It's a big part of success. And he had that from a young person. He always was positive. Even when he was, had nothing, it was on food lines. Like he was a positive, happy guy. Like he knew whatever he was doing was a stepping stone for the next opportunity and so on and so forth. So just attitude is everything. I'll leave that one there by itself because you can go on that for, for hours. Um, one was this is to show him as a person now, as a human being, you know, one was, you know, be awake and alive to the suffering of others. He was very big on helping other people, very big of listening to people's problems, very big on being there for people, whether it's giving them money here and there, or helping them find housing or helping them find a job, like just a really good person that was aware of people around him. So it wasn't always about him, you know, big piece of that. Um, Empathy, right? Empathy, which is sometimes in short supply uh, these days, but um, one of the most powerful uh, emotions for sure. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you the reason, one of the many reasons he got ahead in life, because many of them, it was because he was so good as a person to help other people. And he helped a lot of people that people helped him so many times with getting a new job. Hey, Charlie, you know, you're, you're a good guy. You work hard. Hey, there's another job opportunity here. Hey, Charlie, there's another job opportunity here. Like he just kept moving up in life because of people around him. Um, 
And, you know, and I, and, and one of the other things just really for him was just, you know, go the extra mile. Everything was him. Go to the extra mile. Don't give up, you know, don't give up at the goal line. People, if people do this, then do this. If, you know, if people are coming in at this time, come in earlier, people are staying this time, stay late. Like just put the effort in, like whatever you're doing in life. Like if you're, this is for people listening, they're in sports. If you're in sports and you're not the, the starter, well, talk to the coach, coach, what do I need to do to be a starter? You need to get faster, get a little stronger and work to practice on that skill. Well, damn it. Guess what? Do that all year long. Next year, come back and show the coach you can get it done. So everything in life is about putting the effort in. You got people like the greats like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. They talk about that all the time, how much they practice and came in early. So I can go on a tangent, but that was really very big part of his core of this, these, these topics. All right. So you've been blessed to have great mentors and your grandfather was a great mentor. So then the, the obvious question I have to ask you is, OK, you reach this point in life. You're very successful. You know, you you love what you do. What what does Mark Demetrio today? What do you do today to pay it forward? And in terms of how do you try to be a mentor to others? You know, how are you trying to shape and create the next Mark? Yeah, well, in my career or just in life in general, I mean, one of the good things about me is I'm very willing and able and capable, and I have been doing it now for many, many years of helping people all around me, whether it's young professionals, you know, that I meet with for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or at a networking event, or someone just, you know, gets in touch with me about, hey, you know, you're doing things successfully. How do you, you know, can you help me or give me some guidance? So I, I happen to get called on a lot for that. And whether it's just, you know, connecting with a, a nice job, giving you some insight, you know, 10 minutes of insight can really change someone's life. So I definitely help a lot of people with just whether it's business or life. I'm very blessed with some great knowledge on just things in general. So I've done that a lot in my life since I've been in high school, actually, which is pretty crazy. So I've always given some good advice. Um, and I think for me, just really just, you know, being available, like even like I said, the networking part, I help a lot of people with just connecting with the right people. I'm very blessed with having a tr tremendous network. And, and I use that network in a good way to help people around me. It's not self-serving, but I also help people as many times as I can about networking them and creating uh, opportunities for each other to do business. So there's two facets to that. One is try to help people that, that reach out to me for guidance or assistance. I never say no. Or people looking for jobs or people looking for connections. So I kind of I create my own little sphere of goodness by doing a lot of that. Yeah. Well, I think that's in a, what we call, you know, an abundant attitude, abundance versus scarcity, right? I think, uh, I mean, I see it in my business all the time, you know, people feel like, well, if I were to help you, somehow um, I'm not helping myself, right? And which is a terrible attitude and an attitude of scarcity shared by a lot of people um, versus abundance, which is, you know, the attitude that, that I've always had. And, and I know that you share it, which is there's tons of opportunity there's tons of business there's tons of clients and you know being able to to help others you create what dan sullivan the strategic coach will, will call you know a competition free zone the free zone frontier which is you reach a certain level in your profession your career your business as an entrepreneur where you don't have any competitors you don't view the world as a place of competitors. It, you know, you're the person setting the market. You're the person innovating and, you know, and happy to teach others to raise the entire industry, to raise the whole bar, whether it's in finance or it's in law or, or you know, building manufacturing, real estate, whatever it is. If you're out setting the bar higher and higher, you're taking the whole profession up with you. And I think that's, you know, abundant uh, attitude, abundant attitudes versus scarcity is something that 
you know, I, I mean, it's kind of woven this attitude of abundance is kind of woven in all the things that you've done. Um, so let me ask you this, Mark. Um, and, and I love asking this question to, you know, most of the clients I have at this stage in my career, they've reached, you know, success, financial independence, uh, you know, it's not about the money a- anymore at this point. There's pl- they've, there's plenty of money. So, you know, when you think about the why, right? So you you work hard. You still do all the things you've always done. You love what you do. You're, you know, I know you answer your phone on Saturday and Sunday and holidays and daytime and nighttime because I've called it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, so, you know, what's the why? What What drives you? to keep doing what you do. And it's not just making dollars anymore because you're okay in that, in that world. And I think like for most successful business owners, they, they get to a point in their career where they dig in a little bit and say, what, what makes me keep doing this and keep doing it at this level of intensity. So what's your why? Right. Well, that's a good point. And I will say before I get into why we'll say that, and I've preached this and I've lived this, I've never worried about making money because I've always done the right thing and worked hard and been an expert I would do and the money's always come. I know it sounds weird to people because like everyone wants to make money, but I've never, I've always, I've always excelled at what I'm doing. It's not about excelling so obnoxious, I've excelled because I've made a point to excel. Whether come in earlier, stay later, learn my craft, like I've always excelled and the money just comes like that. So that's the way it works, right? So even in this industry, for example, and what I'm doing now, like I love, the financing. I've always been in financial services for 30 years. I've always been in client interaction, client service type business, right? So I know the service I deliver is exceptional. I know the the empathy and caring that I have for each individual is exceptional. And I know that I always deliver a great end product with exceptional service, whatever I've done in life, whether it's on my own or with a team. So for me, it's really the glory of having that call come in, whether you're looking to buy a house or refinance, second home or investment property, whatever it may be, and just be able to guide them accordingly. And when they call me and say, I know nothing about what I'm doing, it's my first time doing it. And I tell them in 24 hours, you're going to be very comfortable, if not less than that. So let's get some information first. I'm going to go over this all with you. So it's kind of, it's really, an ex- it's like a puzzle for me. Like each opportunity is like a puzzle, figuring it out, making people feel at ease, getting them a great program rate or, you know, uh, closing cost package and just taking them through the process. And I love making the call and I say, hey, your loan's approved. And at the end, ask them, how, how did the loan process go? How is my team? How do you like the experience? And hearing those wonderful accolades. So it's like a high. So I'm making a good living. I'm helping people with one of the largest financial transactions of their lives. And they can walk away saying, even though it was a mortgage, which should be a pain in the neck, it was the best thing I've ever done with any bank in my life. So there's excitement to it. So it's like all comes down to that. Obviously, I make a good living. You know, the good years are great. The not so great years like this one are okay, but yeah, so it's just, it's a fun business. I enjoy it. And, um, you know, listen to me and you'll, you'll understand this. I wish everyone in the country knew about me and they just come to me like, you know, why walk into a bank if Mark Demetrio exists? Right. But that's the silver bullet. There is none. It just takes time to build your following. Right. Just like you, you're probably the best lawyer in the country in your mind and you probably are, but you know, <laughs> not everyone knows you. Right? No, there's so, a couple other good ones, you know, yeah, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. Right. So in my mind, I feel I'm the best at what I do. I don't think I'm, you know, there's nobody at my level, but I think I'm great at what I do. If people knew I existed, they they wouldn't have to go anywhere else. So it's you know, it's that fun. It's the fun part of that too, you know. Yeah, no, I and I I get it because you know what I'm what I hear you say there is you you like being a hero for people. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what 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 you're saying is right. There's there's the the joy you get from from how people appreciate you and you know that 
supersedes the the dollars at a certain point because you know the dollars are great but if you if you lose being a hero to someone it will probably be very unfulfilling for you oh yeah so oh, yeah so, so really now they're doing the right job and at the end like it, no knowing that they came to me knowing that i'm ethical what i do i'm going to get them the best rate and fees available walk through the whole process not change anything during the process like they're in good hands like i know they yeah. are and they don't know it to the end or maybe they know in the beginning but just to know that i got you you're in good hands i don't tell them this because it comes off too salesy but i know i got them and they're good and through yeah. the end i'm gonna make that call they're like mark thank you so much our rating fees are great the service was awesome we love it thank you thank you like that's just to me is like yeah that's that's the, you know, the juice there as far as why I do it. And the money comes, like I said, it just that I don't even worry about that part. Yeah. So, so let's go into, um, kind of, you know, my experience is that, um, the most successful entrepreneurs that have longevity and success always have an attitude of looking ahead, right? That the best, the next best thing, the next best client, the next best case, the next best opportunity lies ahead, never in the rear view mirror. And my favorite example I love to give is my mentor in the law, uh, you know, uh, Barry Mandelbaum, which is the Mandelbaum and Mandelbaum Barrett, you know, he's still actively practicing, incredibly vibrant on top of his game, 86 years old. And, you know, and people will, always, of course, always ask. And, you know, he's been blessed with great health and um, and a sharp mind. And people always say, like, you know, oh, what, what's the secret and so forth. But at the end of the day, you know, when I observe and I think that he, he always continues to grow and thrive because he always has an attitude, a mindset that the next greatest thing is yet to come. It's in the front view, not in the rear view. And, you know. Dan Sullivan, the strategic coach, has a, a little book that he wrote called My Plan to Live to 156, I think is the title. Now, does he really think he's going to live to 156? I don't think so, but who knows? But it, the point of the book is, is that you are always thinking that the next greatest thing the le- is lies ahead. So for you, when you wake up, what's got you excited right now? What are you pumped up about, excited about in, you know, as an entrepreneur, um, you know, what's, what's got you pumped up as you look forward to the rest of this year and into next year? Yeah, it's a good point. Cause you know, I'm always, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm unbelievably driven and people are always like, well, how are you so like, you're always just so driving and driving and driving. Like, it, and it's really comes down to the, in my industry, a couple of things, there's endless opportunities in this business, endless opportunities. There's so many people that don't know I exist. There's millions of people that don't know I exist, even in New Jersey, right? Believe it or not. So for me, it's always about, you know, how many, like, what other opportunities can I present, be presented with? What other big volume opportunities there are, or lunch and learns, or speaking engagements, or getting in front of 500 CPAs? Like, what else can I do? Like, there's so much opportunity still for what I do. And so many people don't know I exist, right? So there's that driving, like, endless opportunity. There's so much more that can be done. There's so many more opportunities that could present themselves to me by just doing what I do. And that's one thing. And I will tell you also one piece to this, and, and you'll relate to this too, is by doing a great job for a customer and referral source, every c- customer you have is good for five referrals in their lifetime in my business, whether they come back to me again or refer somebody to me. So just knowing that alone, when people are chasing new opportunities, because I do chase opportunities, but when you do a great job for the existing client, again, you're building your sales force, you're building your sales funnel, right? So that's, I just want to backtrack to that for a second. 
So, so uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunities I'm still working on that are still going to bear a lot of fruit, which is great, help a lot more people. Uh, and on my book side, I will tell you that I'm, I'm inching closer and closer. Uh, and you only mentioned the book for a moment, but the books, you know, I can say humbly, it's an amazing book. I wrote it to really give my mentor back to the world, give the mentor I had that I was advantaged to have and give them that that opportunity to have someone like him to read that 176 page book to say, wow, you know, I get it. I see why Mark's successful in all the accolades he got and learned from his grandfather. Uh, but I have since the day I wrote this 2018. Um, I knew that Oprah would relate to this book because it's really all what she stands for, starting from nothing, getting ahead, moving through obstacles, no matter what. Like She's just phenomenal as a person. So I'm, I'm inching closer and closer to getting the book in her hands. And no bore the listeners or yourself how, but getting closer. And I know that she will, again, I'm nothing. I'm a little peon in her world, but I know that she will really love this book and relate to it. So to memorialize my grandfather out there in the world and bring this, you know, this message in the book out to the masses through her would be just a you know, life-changing endeavor. So that's, that's kind of the, uh, the high-level goal that I've been striving for since 2018. Well, it's probably done now because she's going to listen, of course, to Fingerprints on Success and know that you're out there trying to get this done. And, you know, I think that there's at least a reasonably good chance it's going to happen now, Mark. So, you know, it's, it's actually a very good thing that you came on this episode today and got that message out. Um, so listen, I think that is a perfect and great note for us to maybe wrap up today. Uh, and what a great thing to look forward to. And I, I hope you keep us posted on, on how that goes. Um, it is a great book. Um, I do highly recommend it. As I said, I got it right here. Lessons from my grandfather, um, wisdom for success in business and in life. Um, Mark, thanks again for being on the, the episode. We really appreciate you coming on and it's always a pleasure to see you and just, you know, keep being great at what you do. No, I really appreciate it. Again, this has been wonderful. You know, I've known, like I said, we've known each other for 20 years or so and watched our careers and our past you know, align and move forward in life. And obviously super impressive what you've done. And yeah, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity. Um, and yeah, the book, by the way, I just had a 2023 edition that came out. So if the, the viewers do go on uh, Amazon and check it out. It's on uh, Audible. Um, ebook, soft cover, hard cover, but 2023, just make sure you grab the new one. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Fingerprints on Success podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you are listening to us on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. Mandelbaum Barrett PC specializes in partnering with successful business owners and proven entrepreneurs on all of their legal matters. Visit www.mblawfirm.com for more information. Once again, it's www.mblawfirm.com. We'll see you on the next episode.